0: Hello, my sacred ones, and welcome to Sacred Sutra with Savina Leo. Today's episode is going to be an advanced class in spirituality and spiritual concepts and understanding god and time reincarnation and karma so it's going to be a lot um if you do not get it on your first listen that's okay you can always come back to it there are a lot of concepts that i'm going to throw out here and there are a lot of information to integrate into yourself with this episode so you can take your time with this one and I'm really going to try to simplify some complex concepts here. In this episode, I'm going to use the words God, Source, It and Universe all as the same thing. They're going to mean the same thing when I'm talking. So if you hear any of these words, it, it is interchangeable. I'm also going to be speaking in linear terms and that's just so the human mind can understand things. Um, In a lot of ancient cultures, uh, time is not a linear thing. It's a cyclical thing. Um, But just for understanding and simplicity, I'm going to speak from a linear point of view. And one thing I do need you guys to understand is that Everything in the universe is a paradox. And what do I mean by that? I mean, the earth is both round and flat at the same time. It depends on your perspective or where you are looking at it from. So concepts from the universe tend to have a two sides of the coin feeling of both things, both truths exist within universal concept. Now, there is one absolute truth. But to get to that absolute truth, there are many parts to get to that one truth. So, evolution and creation is both real, and time is both linear and nonlinear. Just understanding that concept itself, that everything is a paradox, really is the basis of deep and advanced spirituality that everything and nothing all exist at the same time so let's start from quote unquote the beginning in the beginning there was nothingness emptiness darkness and from that empty dark space we had this spark or this light or the bang right what they call the big bang and the universe from that small spark started to expand onto itself and we are currently living in that universe of expansion. Now the expansion part of it is is very important because God is made up of both the nothingness and the darkness and the light and the spark and the expansion. So it is both the contraction and the expansion. So God is made up of everything that is currently, was, and that will be. And God is the understanding of all those things collectively. It has no gender or form. So what we understand or what we call gods are actually ascended masters. They are enlightened beings that help or guide humanity or humans or other beings towards source or itself so in hinduism you are an extension of god trying to understand itself through the expansion the paramatma which is god and the atma which is the soul that's you and the goal is for the soul to self-realize that it is the paramatma And these ascended masters help us move towards that enlightenment or that self-actualization or realization that we ourselves are God, we are the creator, and the creator wanted to understand itself through expansion, which leads us to reincarnation and why we reincarnate. Now, before I get into reincarnation, there are two points I wanted to make. Um, the reason why Hindus or Buddhists, they chant Om is because Om is the vibration that holds the entire universe together. It is the universal vibration itself. So that's why it's super important to chant Om because Om helps keep everything stable. And two, in Hinduism, Lord Shiva is... Is seen as the destroyer, but he is not the actual destroyer, it's the reabsorber, and it's basically the contraction of the universe back onto itself, and then the whole cycle starts over again. So, why am I talking a lot from a Hindu perspective? Um, I'm not gonna lie, is because it's the closest thing to the truth, and not only that, 90% of New Age concepts come from Hinduism, come from the Vedic way of life, come from India. So a lot of these New Age concepts are not new. They are ancient and they are found in Hindu society. And Hindus have just done a really good job of preserving that knowledge. So in order for the soul to understand itself, it started to take physical form. Now, this physical form happens on many different planets and many different dimensions. But because we are earth beings, we're going to talk from an earth perspective. Reincarnation means that the soul comes back to the earth several times to have a full perspective of who it is. Because of the strong duality on earth, learning and growing for the soul happens very quickly here and a lot of souls clamor to come onto earth because it's quote-unquote hard it's not the hardest place in the universe nor is it the easiest place in the universe it is just a favorite place for a lot of souls to come because there are there is a lot of growth that can happen from being an earth being the soul gets to experience itself through a physical way and because of that physicality it is just a really great school. Now when we do make it to it there are several things that are happening to us. We become highly emotional beings because human beings are driven by emotions and we become almost judgmental and that because of the separation of the soul from its higher self The soul believes in the illusion that it is separate from everything and therefore casts judgment in other people. From that judgment and from that strong emotional generation, what happens is we create karma which is a reaction to that strong emotional feeling that stays up inside of us. So I'm going to give you an example Let's say you're a mother to a child and for whatever reason in a certain lifetime you have to abandon that child. That child grows resentment, anger and pain and because within a certain, that certain lifetime it is not resolved, that person carries over, that soul carries over that resentment and anger into another lifetime and causes pain onto another person. So that mother and son duo shows up in another lifetime and pain is caused onto the mother by the child because the child thinks that the mother has to experience the pain that was caused to it and the entire cycle happens over and over again. Now there is a light at the end of this tunnel. Now, true karma happens when there's a strong emotional pull along with strong judgment against another soul. So minor things that happen every day, if you don't have a strong emotional reaction to it, it doesn't really generate karma that will pass on to another life. It might just be resolved in this life or have no effect at all. Now, the reason why we might not remember the karma or the pain that was caused in another life is because we already have enough shit to deal with in this lifetime. If we have to remember all the shit that has happened to us with so many lifetimes, we will literally go crazy. So there was a veil put over us so we can focus at one thing at a time or minor things at a time so the human body does not get confused our soul, before we come onto the earth, has already decided what karma it wants to deal with, what lessons it wants to learn, and have already put things in place in, us, in order for us to learn those lessons. So there is no need for us to fully remember, unless we have phobias and fears that are unexplained, and we feel the need to go do a past life regression to resolve those issues not every soul has to do a past life regression to remember things to understand itself we already are equipped with everything that we need in order to resolve the issues that we have here currently If you are called to go do a past life regression because you feel like there are things that cannot be explained in this lifetime, that you have no understanding of where it came from, and you feel the need to go do a past life regression, then that is welcomed because you feel called to do something like that. So what is the light at the end of this insane tunnel? Well... In order to release karma or not carry karma on to another lifetime, in this lifetime, the issues that we have with people, we need to practice forgiveness and non-attachment. When we let go of that strong emotional pull or bond or tie that we have, whether it's a negative or a positive one, When we let go and we release and we surrender that emotional bond that we have with someone, then karma is released. So karma is not a permanent thing. It can be erased and released. The cycle does not go on forever. And it's why monks and sages and sadhus, they practice forgiveness, non-attachment, Because they understand attachment to things is what creates karma, is what keeps you in the cycle of reincarnation. So the issues that you have with your parents, it's time to work on those things now. If you don't want to carry those things over, then you work on them now. You work on forgiving the other person, understanding the other person, not being attached to expectations of another person. If you have issues with loved ones or friends or family members, you work on forgiveness. The more we have an emotional tie or bond to somebody, the more karma is created. Now, remember earlier, I talked about everything being a paradox. There is a flip side to this. Sometimes the person that shows up as our greatest enemy actually loves our soul the most. So this is a conversation that you have with that soul before you come onto earth. You go, "I want to learn the lesson of unconditional love." And the other soul says, "I love you so much. I'm going to become the antagonist in your story when you come onto earth so you understand what it's like to have a lack of love." Because true understanding of love only comes from the opposite. We only truly appreciate things that we understand what it feels like to have a lack of that thing. Most of us if we have an abundance of love we almost take those things for granted. When we have a lack of something is when we truly appreciate that thing. So sometimes the person that came here to cause us the greatest pain, actually loved our soul so much, they decided to help our soul grow by giving us the opposite experience. Not every experience, good or bad, with someone is a karmic experience. It might be a choice between two souls in a soul group. Hence, why forgiveness is so important. Non-judgment is even more important. And non-attachments is the goal. This one was super deep. Um, you do not have to agree with anything, understand anything fully. Just take what resonates and leave what doesn't. Understanding these concepts just help better equip you on your spiritual journey. Until next time, guys, stay safe.